G'day Bloods fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Bloodhood Podcast for season 2023. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by Tool and Tree Services. I'm your host Alex Kerr, and joining me will be co-hosts Jason Hibbert and Ben Grambo. During today's pod, we will be covering the weekend's clash with Sunbury, covering all the games on what was a great day for the club. We hope you all enjoy, and remember, go Bloods! And just like that, another week passes by, and we're here again, boys. We're How are we doing? Good, good mate. mate. Good. How Very are you, man? Good. I'm good. I'm excited to get into another pod. So something new to the podcast this year is we now read out the scores for the women netball and footy. And this week against Sunbury, it was a bit of a bit of a tough week, I see. But we've got someone here to talk about it with us, Ebony Carter. How are you, Ebony? I'm good. Thanks for having me on the podcast. No problem, no problem. It's, it's good to have the netball on this year and we'll go straight into the scores now. 70 to 19, a loss to the A grade. 67 to 25, lost to the B grade. 45 11, lost to C grade. 38 to 25, lost to D grade. And then a W for the E grade, 19 to 26. And then a 52 to 13, lost to the 19s. But E grade there, a shining light. Did you, get to, did you get to catch that game, Ebony? Oh, no, I didn't see it. But I've heard it was a very good game. Yes, well, it looks it looks very good. It's very close, so it's very good to see the girls come away with a win. How'd you go on the weekend, Ebony? It was a tough game. The sun was shining, which we weren't used to. Um, but yeah, Sunbury have a really really strong lineup. I think they will be definitely, if not in the grand final, very close to it. How did they compare to a team like Mountain South, who seemed to be very strong last week as well? I think Mountain South. Mount South are a very young team and I think they really had a good fight with us under pressure where I think Sunbury could hold it together for the whole game. Yeah, nice. Um, Ebony, how does it feel to have six sides back up and running? It's such a great feeling. It's awesome to see six sides down at training, although it's a bit difficult trying to find court times and allocating <laughs> everyone with the juniors there as well. But having the six teams, everyone coming up to the club and it's just such a great, warm, welcoming vibe this year. And I know that we'll just keep working hard and the results will come. You're a coach, aren't you, of a side, Ebony? Yeah, my first year of coaching with mum. Yeah, how's that going? Good. So we're coaching C grade and after lots and lots of questions and everyone asking, oh, Eb, you should coach, I finally gave in. <laughs> <laughs> I felt sorry um, for myself, I suppose. I've just been thinking, oh, I don't have the confidence to do it. You know, I'm a little bit of a quiet person, but I thought I would step out of my comfort zone and it's good to have mum there to support me as well. She refers to herself as a team manager, but she's (laughs) just as important as a coach. How long have you been playing netball for? Well, I didn't start netball as my first sport. I started with tennis because my family were all into their tennis. So it wasn't until I was about 10 that I started netball. It was just down at the local indoor centre. Oh, lovely. (laughs) Um, moving on, I've got two different questions now. Ebony, tell us who the favourite is, you, Liam, or Ryan? Myself. Yourself. <laughs> why is that? Any reason why? <laughs> no, I wouldn't be able to pick between Liam and Ryan. People do ask me this question and I really do have a big debate with it because they both have, you know, their pros and their cons. <laughs> I think if I was to think 
needed some more mature advice, I would ask William 100% hands down. That's probably the school teacher in him. And then if it was something a little bit more adventurous or not so serious, I'd definitely go for Ryan. Yeah, fair enough. Now, I'm going to have to make you pick between Liam and Ryan because <laughs> who would you want to kick a goal after the siren for Melton Platts to win the granny again? Liam or Ryan? Oh, any of them would be nice to kick it off to win. But if I had to choose, well, I'm thinking Ryan still is at home and he helps me out sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, probably Ryan because then he might come back for another year. <laughs> Great call. He's always complaining about his retirement after Oh, yeah. He sounds like Geordie Cotter. I always say, oh, the granny won't need to come back. No, no lovely. Thanks for that, Evany. That was some really good insight there. And, I mean, one more question before you go. How does it feel to be able to play A-grade netball again for the Bloods? Because, you know, having a team up this year, it's it'll be really exciting to see how the team does go. How does it feel for you also as well being a co-captain? What are you looking forward to for the rest of the season? Well, I've been in the A-grade side for years now and we definitely have seen players through and coaches and now to have a coach who's really dedicated. She's coming to meals and getting around the club. It's awesome. Our trainings are so planned out, very structured, and then we have, you know, nine, ten girls at training. Everyone's committed. It's really such a good vibe in the A-grade squad at the moment. And I know that we will do well with games to come. Um, And co-captain, I'm so honoured to be beside Vanessa as well, the captain. She's just so energetic. We're all jealous of how energetic she is and the way she can just bring everyone up. And I think she is such a great asset to the club, along with all the new players that have come along. Uh, awesome. Thanks for that, Ebony. We're really excited to see how you girls track along this year and hopefully we can get some really good results going and string a few wins together. But thank you very much for coming on. It's been awesome to get your insight. Good luck for the rest of the season and have a good night. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Ebony. No worries. Another relatively successful week, bar one result. We'll get into that very shortly. But the 19s... With a win, a huge win. Massive win, mate. Like, Massive. Crazy. Awesome to be a part of. Like, I, in the past two years, I don't think anything has been able to top that. And we're only two rounds in. I actually, so that's I, I said to my dad before the game, I said, Dad, Sunbury's 19 side's really good. Really good. Like, very good. And he goes, and oh, no, that's not good. <laughs> well, I mean, we all saw that. We, <laughs> and they are a good team. Yeah. Like, the 19s just put together the four quarters. Like, everyone... I say that they put together four quarters, but that last quarter in particular just sealed it. Huge last quarter, many goals kicked. How many did you just kick? I think in the end it was it was six goals. Yeah, so nice. You kick six goals in the last quarter when you only have eight leading up to that. You'd think that, you, and it, and it's close. You'd think that you get the chockies, and we ended up doing it. So mm. very comprehensive win, seventy nine to eighty seven. So you know it was close in the end. It was only an eight point win. But to be able to hold on at their home ground, Clark Oval, it's not it's not very easy no, to win there. Doesn't no. matter what team it's not, you it's are. It's not easy winning there. But no, I don't think I've ever won there. Like, don't no, think I've ever won there. No, it's not easy. Junior junior career, there was no chance of winning there. No, <laughs> like it was. Some, used to get belted by two hundred points. Oh, and <laughs> Josh Goady used to kick fifteen on us. Yeah, you just get used to it. But no, it was it was very good to come away with a win to start the day. Kind of set some precedent and it's awesome when we're the ones that are setting the precedent for the day and um yeah so if we get straight into the best players ben will read this out 
We got the young fella Oscar Greenshields again with back to back best ons. Back to back best ons. I mean, he's he's just killing it at the moment. He's made that step up very well so far. So good job to him. Yeah. Uh, another young one, Aussie Thornycroft. He just done his job. He just brought the ball to ground. Yeah, really that's right. Didn't it's lose a one on one. It's good to have a, some tall timber down there. So good on him. We had the last quarter specialist, Mister Jude Milburn. Jude Milburn. <laughs> another couple of goals for him. And yeah. what about the time wasting too? Kick it into the lake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zachy Russell. Yeah, the big, the the big bull. It's good to have him back. Straight the from goof. Darwin. Yeah, that's right. Straight out of Darwin. Angus Briggs. Yeah, Briggles. That's two fans. Lively up forward. Right. That's right. I've seen, I seen every contest. He was flying. Why don't you just crumb, crumb bruv? He's yeah. the crumb. You know, he's the crumber. Why is he not? Why I is was he, talking to him about this. He's jumping with Borrell oh. and Aussie, and I'm thinking, bruv, what are you doing, man? man do your job. And I've got Mr. Kerr. Alexander. One quarter specialist. That's all right. Jude's, been, that, doing it. Jude's been doing it for two years. So. Yeah. <laughs> that one play you had too, you probably won us a game. So thanks, mate. Intercept. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit Johnny Lacey out. Uh, it's just, it all, it all, it all work, mate. honestly, it all just fell into my lap. So I'm lucky <laughs> in the end. But Don't have his eyes closed. Moving on to the goal kickers, we had Jude with four. Yeah, again. So has he kicked nine this year? Kicked nine in two games. Well, he's, he's Nugget with the two. Yeah, that's, a, that's all I did in the first three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Changa kicked two and two very good goals too. They were that second. That was the second first one, goal when he ran from when he ran in. Back. Yeah, that was yeah. that was huge. Clarky Lamo, Angus Briggs, Jake Cotter, Oscar Green Shields, Jack Groves, and Zach Russell. All singular all goals. Was, yep, very nice. Good, uh, good contribution there by the lads. It's good to see. Some goals getting shared around. If we want to talk about moments in the match, we'll start with that one we're talking about with Chase. We, I think it was one in a contest. I think Clark kept it alive. And that's that just like, that alone, even had, had we not got a score out of that, that kind of kick-started us. Because I reckon we went on a little run there going into the last quarter where we had pressure on and, you know, we're ready to bring it home. And that just started in there. So well done to Clark, keep it alive. And then Chang just burned him. I had Zach, Zach Russell standing next to me. He was just shouting out, burn him, Chang, burn him, Chang. And he did that. So well done to him. And I mean, that, that, that last quarter, six goals, basically six straight as well. I mean, we t- touched on Jew before. He kicked three in the last, which is half the goals in the last quarter. So well done to him. And yeah, that last quarter, just everybody put their foot forward and just made sure that we won the game. I can, I can remember halfway through, it would have been about 10, 10 or 11 minutes in, we had the lead by two goals, and I know there was a, the bloke who I was playing on at the time. He was saying, "This is where we thrive, boys. This is how we thrive as a team. We, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. Stick to it." And it makes it even sweeter when you can hold on. When never someone's never saying in that. doubt, mate. Never. That's in doubt. right. That's right. And it was yeah, it was just a great way to start the day. They're a tough side. I don't and know when since I've played nineteen for the last three years, we've never been two and zero. Two and zero. We've been zero and two. Yeah. Well, we got. We've actually got. Tough, tough side next week though. Sebas, they have a few players back from Central Highlands, I see. So they're going to be they're going to be a lot stronger than they were last year. And our game against them last year, I think we won by about five or six goals in the end. So I reckon it'll be a lot closer. That's it's going to be a big game at home. So I mean, good luck to all boys that are playing, and hopefully we can come away with a win once again. Very good overall performance by the boys. Um, I felt like the back line was very, very good to where the game was Held set up. Held up real strong. Massively. We were under the pump big time in like the second and the third quarter and just yeah. the boys just, I don't know, they just held up so good. It was heaps, to see. They had heaps of inside 50s and it, that's what got me the most nervous. Like they, could, they had a period in that game where they could have broke it open for themselves and then once that period ended, 
we just put on heap of pressure and that's basically what got us done in the end. So yeah, now we look to next week and hopefully we can get the wins there. Moving on to the reserves. Now, this wasn't the greatest. Tough but day for the lads. The, pro- the, thing, the thing with that is we know how good of a side Sunbury are going to be this year and they look like they're going to be undoubtedly the side to beat. So at times there was some good efforts from the boys, but all in all, Sunbury were just way too strong. I think... Um I think losing your forward, your tall forward in the first quarter doesn't help at all. Doesn't no. help at all. And then um, him going down didn't help. And then Prod's hammy was a bit sore in the second quarter. And then Mike Carve started playing up in the second. Josh Cooper, uh, his um, his shins were starting to hurt. So he could barely run. He was our full forward for three quarters. Yeah. So most of the day didn't really go away. But I think what we can take away from the game is that we both had almost the same amount of inside 50s. Yeah, they only yeah, had right. they only had two or three more on us, and yep. I think if you give us a tall forward and then the blokes to come around him, if it's on the floor, I think it's a better game. But their credit, I mean, they were a lot fitter than us. I think it's something that we now know that we need to be a lot fitter. But I think when we play them again, I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah, it should be good. I mean, the final score in the end, uh, 105, 15, 15 to 46 goals for. Yeah, they just were consistently hitting the scoreboard. Mm. Like um, whether they, they just didn't stop running. Yeah, so 30 scoring shots. And I reckon a lot of those behinds were in a string as yeah. well because they kept yeah. they kept, oh, they kept kept missing. The ball would go back out, straight back straight in. Back so in. they set up really well. A lot of blokes that played last year, but a lot of inclusions as well. So and I think our back line still did really well. Like yeah. I know Rad had the tagging role and um, I think it was number 28 and... He kicked, he kicked four, but I don't think that tells you how good Rad really was on Saturday. Yep. Like, Rad, I reckon the ball went in that many times, and Rad 100% bet him most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he did hold up really well. And, I mean, he, he it was credit to the whole back line, but Rad in particular needed to show that because, I mean, he didn't didn't really have the chance yeah. in the south. Yeah. So, now well done, well done to him and well done to the rest of the back line. Ben will move on now into the best players. Tyler Williams. The cheeky best side. There you go. So that, that's what I mean. The, the back line's yeah. going to get a lot of credit from this because they were under the pump for most of the day. And we had Oz, Robbo, JJ, Conrad, and Buffer Hibbert. Buffer Hibbert, welcome Big back, son. Buff. Welcome back. I it's can't great really, to see him out I there. can't really call him son, can I? No, he'd be closer <laughs> to calling you son, yeah. obviously. But um, yeah, he. Um, I didn't actually know he was playing. I didn't. I didn't know that he got. Named, Everyone he? was asking me on Thursday while we're training. They're like, "Oh, your brother's playing Saturday." I'm going, "Your brother's playing? What?" <laughs> like, yeah, he's in the group chat. I'm thinking, "Oh, if he's playing, I'm out. <laughs> I'm not playing." Like, one of us always gets injured at Clark Oval. Like, Clark Oval is the worst ground for the Hibbets to play on. Yeah, it's right. terrible. Honestly, it's and then I thought when I heard he was playing, I'm thinking, "Oh, well, yes. I, hope, I hope it's him, not me." And <laughs> No, nah, I'm kidding, obviously. <laughs> I think the first half he, he struggled to find the ball, but then the second half he just couldn't get away from it. No, he, w- he, he was strong. couldn't get away that. from it, yeah. Which I think we'd love to see him at training, but personally, yeah. as his brother, I don't think we'll see him at training. Nah, nah, but nah. <laughs> busy man, busy man. It, nah, it, was, it was great to see him out there. I mean, it would be awesome to see him be playing some more footy, but you know, um, sometimes it just doesn't fit in yeah. to you know life cycle. So. But I think Oz, Oz was really big again in the ruck. Um, yep, they were tall boys in the ruck too. Yeah, they were really tall, very and big, tall big. side. Yeah, overall, very, yeah, they had very. a good mix. Moving on to the goal kickers, we had Brett Mary with the two. Brett Mary, <laughs> did you see the floater he kicked? No, I think was it was. Our, I think it was our first goal. Oh no, no, no! I saw the set <laughs> shot. Yeah, 
Which you actually nailed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lockie Farley with a goal. Oh, oh the crumb, the crumb. That was awesome. What a man. With what that, a man. Had the, the, the hands out hands as up, well. Hands up. Big celebration. celebration. That one's for you, Razor. Big, big celebration when you're 70 points down. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was gross. Uh, <laughs> Jake Gleeson and Tyler Williams with one each as well. I mean, it's good. To, it's good to get a goal when you're in a game like that, though, because they don't. The, the opportunities were not coming around very often. So, well under the boys for finishing some goals off. So overall, it was it was it was just a rough day at the office. And I mean, I'm sure that you and the boys will want to bounce back. One hundred and ten percent. Yep. Um. Hopefully, we see more blokes on the track tomorrow night. Yep. But I think overall, I think Pig didn't lose his lose himself on the bench as well, which. I yeah, think it really helps us. Yeah, it does. It, seeing a coach just not get angry at us whatsoever. You Getting know, you're cool. heading you're heading in the right direction. So hopefully this week's a uh, and a lot better game for us and Sebastian a good side again. So it'll definitely see where we are, where we place as well, which is good. Lovely, very good. Uh, moving on now into the main game of the day. Seniors, the ones boys, and they come away with another with the, win. With the Chockies. That was a really good game. Huge. Yeah. Really, really good game to watch. Really good game to watch. <laughs> yeah. Um we had some predictions before the game, me and Ben, and we said that it was going to be very close. Didn't know which way it was going to go because it's always a very tough game in Sunbury. And for the most part, it looked like it was going to go either mm. way. Until we finally just broke them open and put some goals on the board against the flow and yeah, no, nah, just Kicked from there. And I, don't, I don't know who I said it to during the week. I said, you go to Clark Oval, you either you lose by a goal, you win by max two goals, three goals, yeah. or you lose by 12 goals. There's no in-between. There's really. no in-between. Nice. Uh, but, <laughs> but when you come away with a 20-point win, 10-5-65 to 13-7-85, it, it ends up being pretty comprehensive. I'll tell you what's really cool this year, though, that didn't actually know until this week, the BFL app. Has turned basically into the AFL app. Yeah, I, it's grass. How good! I've seen you boys going for it before while I was making some questions and yeah. Well, looking at the score, this is amazing. Yeah, looking at the scores here: ten five sixty five to thirteen seven eighty five. If you scroll down, you can go through and see all the disposals. Summary: three hundred and three disposals to our three hundred and eighteen. Beat them by twenty in the contested possessions. Very close in the handballs and kicks. I'll tell you what: if we want to look at a stat between both teams, the tackle count: ninety one tackles for Melton Bloods to fifty five. You can tell that somebody was second to the ball most of the game. 90, 91 tackles to 55. That's crazy. Pretty close in the hitouts. You know what's also a really good stat? You have 30 disposals in a game and 20 of them are contested. Yeah, Jack Walker. huge Jack Walker. Jack Walker, wow. That is instrumental. And if we want to talk about stats that we're also winning, Liam Carter with 12 marks. That is, that's a day out as well. One goal to his name also. A couple of... You know, disposal getters just under the 20s. So relatively shared around. Most of the boys got their hands on the ball, which is very good to see. Moving on now to the best players. Ben, you want to read them out? Geordie Kite with the best on. Yes. Well okay. well acknowledged after the game as well in the rooms yeah. by the president. Gave him oh, a he was he was uh he was jokes left, right and centre. Yeah, no, he, he was good. It. Dad was dad was talking to him actually, because um presidents went to go out into the, the last post and Matty didn't know about it and the bloke was there and they had a chat after the game and he said to him, Oh, mate, if I'd have known I would have gone out there with you. He's like, I'm a politician, mate. Wherever there's cameras, I am. So, <laughs> no, nah, he was he was a very funny bloke, and he acknowledged Geordie with a six pack. So, well done to Geordie. Uh, Jack Walker, yes, killed it again in the midfield. A lot of touches, a lot of inside ball. So, well done. How are you hearing with the basketball background? Yeah, I know. Adrian Manito. Yeah, Manito Marito. Just rolls off the halfback. Uh, Lucky Phillips uh, kept the full forward very quiet, actually. Yeah, he did. 
another strong performance from him, showing why he's the best fullback in the league. And uh, Luke Heaney. Yeah, big boof. Lovely, just working hard. Moving on now to the snags. Take it away, Ben. Ryan Carter, three. Ryan Davis, two. Liam Carter, Lockie Erickson, Harry Henley, Braden Kite, Adrian Manito, John O'Brien, Brody Sale, Lockie Wilkins, all with the one each. Yeah, very nice. And even contribution from the lads. And I think Jason's got a little spiel to give now about Sony. How good is it to see him playing senior footy still, mate? It's really good. I think for someone that hasn't had the opportunity the last few years and when he gets his opportunity, he hasn't, he's risen to it. Yeah. And I think, I hope for his sake, he keeps it. Um, yeah. I mean, he's a hard worker. He loves his footy, so... Well, he's uniquely named Skipped and he hasn't even been Skipped. Yeah, I know. Prod's, Prod's doing all right for himself at the moment, yeah, so yeah. hopefully we don't have Good to change that. But, but yeah, no, really, really proud of him and, and what he's doing this year. It'll be interesting now, moving on to next week with the grand final grand rematch. Final rematch. It's going to be huge. Make sure you all get down there and support because it's going to be a massive, massive the flags up. Games. Hopefully the flag's up. Flag should go up. Flag should go up. Just as a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, it's going to be it's going to be an awesome day. Make sure you get down. Free up your plans because you're not going to be disappointed. But moving on now, we're going to move on to Jason's little segments, or should I say segment this week with the goof of the week not being included. No one. No, nah, I've got a goof of the week. Really? I've got one. Yeah. Oh, so you've thought of one on the spot. I've got one. And we did say last week, boys, that the goof of the week has to has to wear something. Are they? Might come this week. It might come next week. Oh, really? But um, wow. Well, I'm very, I'm very intrigued to see that. Before we get into it, women's footy starts next week. So this week, this week, yeah, this Saturday. This, this Saturday, this coming Saturday. So that'll be really exciting. We're hoping that the girls go well and we can celebrate some wins on here. But we'll move on to Jace's guess the player, which is. A club player or is this no, going to be it's a, a... it's a famous person. It's a famous again. person. Um, so two famous people two in weeks two weeks. So well, nah, take we it away, mate. Thought, we thought we'd change it up a bit. So um, it's sort of the same way I said it last week. All right, guys, so don't get angry at me. Okay. Um, <laughs> many consider me to be one of the best soccer players. I'm not going to guess straight away. So I hold again. the record for the most goals scored in the UEFA Premier League, as well as the most hat-tricks. So, Ronaldo. Yeah, of course. Could you have given anyone easier? Well, all right. I love how you said UEFA, not UEFA. UEFA. Sorry, guys. I don't follow soccer. All right. All right. Jeez. 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 That that couldn't have been any easier. Do you want me to find another one, mate? I'll tell you what. I want to say. All right. I'll do another one. I have a really big head and I'm on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, though, because last week you literally said. The only person that's beaten me is my sister, and I still said a bloke. <laughs> and Ronaldo was still an easier one. So, anyway, thanks for that, Chase. Providing extra entertainment. No worries, guys. I'll get better as the weeks come. Um, but you do have a goof for the week. I do. I do. And so take that away. I've got. I'm really ashamed of it because it is me. Wow. Explain. I've just been really, really bad with the podcast, and you guys don't deserve that, boys. Don't got, don't deserve you being late. Nah, so <laughs> I was a bit tired. All right, boys, I was a bit tired, and okay, and I was asleep, and then Ben was supposed to pick me up, but he called me, and I missed the call, and I was only here five minutes late. But if only you, if you're twenty minutes, not uh, good enough. Uh, if you wait. If you're 10 minutes early, you're 10 minutes late, boys. That makes no sense. No. It does. If you're 10 minutes early, because it's saying you got to be 20 minutes early. Okay. You've never heard that before. Just yeah, be, Have just, you guys never heard that before? I just want you to be All here right. on time. Yeah. Look. <laughs> get better. Anyway. Look, boys. I'm, but thanks for that. Thanks for nominating yourself as Goo for the Week. Yeah, so I'm going to try and buy like a pink helmet. Not, oh, for the 
for yeah, good for, for the good weekend. For the week. You've got to wear it at, at train, training and, and in the social rooms. Well, you convince people to do that. But thanks for that, mate. And that now concludes the podcast for round two. We hope to see you all at Mackie Park this weekend as we take on Sebas. It's going to be a huge day. Going to be heaps of people. It's, it's meant to be a great day as well. So we're expecting to see a lot of people at the ground to cheer us on for hopefully three wins. Um, make sure we get around Brock Wilmot too. Um, yes. Not too sure how he's uh, – I'm pretty sure he's, from what I've heard, his scans went good. Yep. But um, Brock did go down in the last quarter of the reserves game and didn't look too good after the game. Nah, uh, it's never good when someone has to get nah, stretched off. So, nah. Nah, thoughts, are, thoughts are with him and hopefully he can recover real quick and hopefully it's nothing but too serious. I think serious. it wasn't his PCR as well. From the scans, which is good. Yep. So hopefully it's just a little little niggle or something. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully hopefully it's a quick recovery for him. We can see him playing footy sooner rather than later. But yeah, that'll be the end of the podcast for this week. Thank you all for listening in and we'll see you later. We'll see you next week. Thank, Thank you, you Thank very you. much. Thank you. Thank you all for tuning in to the Blooderhood Podcast. We hope to see you all at Mackie Park this weekend to cheer on the Mighty Bloods. There is set to be ripping clashes against a strong Sebastopol outfit, which will include the grand final rematch. Make sure to keep up to date with future content on the Mountain Bloods Facebook page and Instagram. We hope you all enjoy and go Bloods.